the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Love. Courage. Truth. Glenn Beck. It's Pat Gray for Glenn. On the Glenn Beck program, he's on vacation this week. Uh, Jeffy is here as well. Uh, over the weekend, we learned a, a little bit more about the murderer in Santa Fe, Texas, at Santa Fe High School. Um, but not a lot. Not a lot. Apparently, um, the killer was just targeting kids he didn't like. If uh, if you'd been mean to him, I guess if you if you picked on him, uh, you were a target. And then he apparently spared the lives of people he did like, so that his story could be told. Which is, uh, you know, it's it's what we've talked about a lot. I, I think a lot of this happens because of notoriety. They want they want to be famous. Right. They want the publicity. Uh they think somehow that's a good thing when they're spoken of in this way, which is why we don't give the name, the names at all of this. David Hogg tweeted out something over the weekend from, you know, the Parkland activist. Uh, the first thing I think I've ever agreed with him on, and that's uh, stop naming the, the killers here. Stop giving them that sense and of notoriety. Are, which is good. Yes. Many places are, which yeah. is good. And I, according to Governor Abbott, I thought he was uh, the reason that he left some of the people that he liked was because he was originally going to uh, kill himself, too, and then mm-hmm. couldn't go through with it. Wow. I mean, and that's why he's in custody now. And, we'll, you know, uh, you can actually speak to him personally about uh, his motives. Um, really sad story about a mom whose daughter was murdered on Friday. Uh, apparently she believes that this had something to do with her daughter because he was hounding her. This murderer hounded her for in the previous months, uh, leading up to this, uh, to try to go out with him and his, uh, her daughter kept saying, no, Shanna Fisher is her, is her name. And she had four months worth of problems from this boy, according to her mom, kept making advances on her. And she repeatedly told him no, and the mother, uh, Shanna's mother, says she was the first one killed. Now, I, I don't know if that's if she knows that for certain or she's just guessing, but um, he opened fire on her, apparently, because she spurned his advances. There's just a, a, a problem there, a disconnect there, where kids can you know be disappointed or picked on or feel badly, uh, be humiliated, not have a uh, good experience at school. I mean, millions and millions and millions of people have had that experience. Jeffy has that experience <laughs> in adulthood. But there's some kind of disconnect now where they can actually go to the next level and kill people because of it. Amazing. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And, uh, and horrifying at the same time. Yeah, it and- is. <laughs> It really is. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that uh, you can make the case. Maybe that uh, you know it all began with the uh, you know everybody gets a medal. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even before then, but I mean somewhere along the line, they get the justification that 
Someone told me no. Yeah, yeah. and they can't handle it. They can't handle rejection. They can't handle abuse uh, in this way. And and maybe that is because they've been so pampered and, and babied. And we try to take every little thing away from them that might be negative. When, in fact, they should be learning from these negative uh, events so that they can become stronger from it. You know, that's what this life is kind of all about is becoming stronger and learning how to cope and just dealing with things on a, on a daily basis. So uh, 10 people gone uh, as a result of whatever was going on inside this killer's mind. There will be no, no death penalty because in Texas, if you're under 18, you can't be charged with, uh, you, you can't receive the death penalty. So the most that could happen to him is life in prison with the possibility of parole after 40 years. You could see this guy released when he's 57 years old. Now, I don't know that they would release him, but that's a probably not. It's a ways down the road. Uh, but really, really, really tragic and, and really, really sad. And we still, I mean, the, the only thing I've seen is kind of the speculation of, and maybe he told the police that that's why he did it, was because he was just targeting kids he didn't like. Uh, but uh, no other justification. And it's really right. hard to justify. You know, we always want to know the reason. Right. Of course. And when you're this sick that you can exercise uh the ability to kill people uh it's it's not comprehensible not comprehensible to most of us right no matter what reason they give uh it's never going to be enough for the same mm-hmm. human beings right so it's a it's such a a difficult situation and everybody is demanding answers <clears throat> everybody's demanding a solution I don't know what the solution is because we won't talk about the actual things that are going wrong inside people's minds. We actually won't talk about what's broken in this generation of people. And until we start dealing with that, rather than the gun grab, uh, we're not going to get anywhere with this. It's really unfortunate. Incoming uh, NRA president Oliver North says these school shootings are the product of a culture of violence, not the Second Amendment. The problem is that uh, we're trying we're trying the Dickens to treat the symptom without treating the disease. It's exactly right. And the disease in this case isn't the Second Amendment. The disease are the youngsters who are steeped in a culture of violence. Nearly all of these perpetrators are are male and they're young teenagers in most cases. And they've come through a culture where violence is commonplace, North said. All we need to do is turn on a TV, go to a movie. Uh, If you look at what's happened to the young people, many of these young boys have been on Ritalin since they were in kindergarten. Now, I'm certainly not a doctor. I'm a Marine. But I can see those kinds of things happening. And, you know, the left gets... uh, They go out of their minds when they hear things like this. Because the only acceptable... The only acceptable solution for them is to take guns out of the hands of Americans. Whereas more and more now, people, at least on the right, are starting to say, hey, there's some other factors here. Maybe the drugs that they're taking, maybe the games that they play, maybe the movies that they watch. But a combination of all of those things and a desensitizing of, of these kids to human life. 
But uh, nobody else wants to hear that. Nobody on the on the left will even entertain the possibility. And here you have who was it that said over the weekend that brought into it uh, not just mental health issues, not just the desensitizing through video games and movies, but also brought up Planned Parenthood. Um, also brought up abortion and our culture of abortion. Now we're telling kids, aren't we? Every single day uh, through the Planned Parenthood uh, branch that, yeah, killing uh, children is fine. Yes, we are. It, we are most definitely telling them that every day. How can that not factor into it? We've created this culture of death and a culture where it, it is uh, okay to take the life of a human infant clear up to 22, 24, 30 weeks in some cases. And if that's not uh, teaching young people that uh, human life is not worth much, (laughs) I don't know what is. When you have the death of 60 million babies since 1973, I think that, uh, you know, you've created a mindset where that can't help but factor into it. 888 888-727 back in this particular case the other number is uh, for my for my show on uh, on the blaze radio and television network pat unleashed uh also we got to tell you about uh the u.s and china supposedly calling off the trade war that may now that's on again it's off again it may be off again so we'll get into that also Uh, The Pope had some more interesting comments uh, to make over the weekend. We'll try to decipher some of that. Good, I bet. Oh, yes. Always good. Good, I bet. Always good with this I want to make sure that you had the right tone in your voice when you're mentioning the Pope. Yes. Well, to some, this is going to be very good. I'm not sure how devout Catholics feel about it, but uh, to some, this will be very good. Uh, 888-727-BECK. It's Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. Pat Gray, we're glad on the Glenn Beck program. In a world gone mad. Uh, over the weekend, there was a couple of big speeches from uh, Al Gore for one. Al Gore spoke at Maryland's commencement. Correct. And Hillary Clinton spoke at Yale. There's, Correct. There's, uh, you know, some profound things they oh, had to say and wisdom to impart to the kids. And I'm glad they were able to do that. You just, I, I had the opportunity to listen to, well, not all of it. I mean, I listened last night. I wish I would have been there live, of course. But, of course. Um, I, I listened last night when I had the opportunity. And to I made which it, one? I mean, to Hillary. Okay. Uh, and I, I made it, I mean, I made it 19 minutes in. I mean, that's laudable right there. Yes. <laughs> That's seriously, Jeffy, above uh, and beyond the call I mean, of duty. I, 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 I got to listen to it, hear what Hillary has to say, hear what she says. And, 
As I've, I've, That's hard to take. I'm laying there and my wife walks by. Why are you, why are you listening to that? <laughs> it's just really hard to take. Um, here's a little bit of what she had to say. I still think, though, that understanding what happened in such a weird and wild election in American history mm-hmm. will right. help us defend our democracy in the future. Yeah, except for we don't we don't have a democracy. <laughs> they so all they all hammer be, that into the ground, though. And you know why? Because democracy to them, it's it's code for socialism. They, they always call these uh, socialist states you know, uh, democratic, uh, and they're not. And that's what they're trying to push on us. Whether you're right, left, center, uh-huh. Republican, Democrat, independent, vegetarian, whatever. Vegetarian. <laughs> See, I wasn't, that's so funny. See how nice and friendly oh, she sounds so and she's and so friendly. good. Yeah. She's just reeling the crowd right in. Oh, yeah, she's one of us. We all have a stake in that. So today as a... Vegetarians, we all have a stake in that. Person, I'm okay, but as an American, I'm concerned. I think it's debatable as whether she's okay as a person. I tend to disagree with that. <laughs> There's a number of people that vehemently disagree with that. You know, so she is at Yale doing this speech. And in part of the speech, we don't have time to play all of it or the interest to. What? She also badmouthed uh, Harvard. And at Harvard, she's getting their yeah. big prestigious award. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. She bashes, uh, she bashes Harvard, and then right off the bat, I mean, almost immediately after that, they announced that they're giving her their the their prestigious award, Harvard Medal, and that's uh, given for somebody who has had a transformative impact on society. Now that may have been uh, they may have announced that prior to her bashing them uh, at Yale. Could be, yes. Uh, so yeah. they might be a little ticked today. Yes. Like, Hillary, why are you bashing us? But that was, you know, that, look, that was times past. That's not today. Organizers say she was chosen because she's, quote, a champion for human rights, Ugh. a skilled legislator, and an advocate of American leadership. Now, I would challenge Harvard to name one piece of legislation. If she's such a skilled legislator... Tell me what Hillary Clinton penned. I'd love to know. You, No one can name. We've seen this question asked of all kinds of Hillary supporters, especially during the election cycle in 2016. And that, well, she's really good and a defender of women's rights. And, and she's a powerful woman. And she's the former first. Le- yeah, none of that is a reason to vote for her. <laughs> what? What has she ever done that has transformed our society well she was um well she did destroy the lives of pretty much every woman who spoke out against her husband and then there was there's um, that and there was uh, uh um yeah that's about all i can come up with but maybe somebody knows some legislation that uh she has crafted that has transformed our society i'd love to know uh, unless Harvard just now hands these out like Nobel Prizes. I'm sure they do. Like a Nobel Peace Prize when you haven't done a single thing and you've been in office for two weeks and you get the the award. It's just, it, isn't it sad that in the case of uh, the Nobel Prize for Peace that Obama won, the Harvard Medal, which Hillary is going to be awarded, you can't you can't even name a single accomplishment for them to be receiving these awards. I will have one. 
at least a bill that she co-sponsored. Okay. Uh, she was one of 54 co-sponsors on the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act. Oh, that's Act. right. The Lilly Ledbetter Act. Fair oh, they Pay love Act. the Lilly Ledbetter uh, Fair Pay Act. Did you know they're, they're <laughs> all about her for that? <laughs> and, and she I, didn't even write I apologize. it. I apologize for not recalling the... Lily, Lily Ledbetter Led Fair Pay Act. Well, yeah. we should because they hammered that all. Yeah, I know. All during the uh, election cycle. <laughs> it's just agonizing. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about this, with Hillary speaking at Yale, uh, and you had uh, John Kerry over the weekend speaking uh, in Dubai, seemed like that was some something to do with uh, uh, New York, uh, NYU, New York University. In what are they doing in Dubai? Because it was NYU who said nobody can record uh, the conversation that Kerry was having with the audience. You had Al Gore at Maryland. When is a conservative going to be invited to any major college? What time is it right now? Uh, it's the uh, never o'clock. Right <laughs> that's exactly that's when, when it's going to happen. That's when it's that's when it's going to happen. It's never going to happen. Are you telling me that these kids wouldn't benefit from hearing from, I don't know, Glenn? Uh, would they benefit from hearing from Rush? You know, I mean, you know, Can you imagine? I mean, you can't even, you can't even fathom, you can't even in, 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 envision a time when Yale or Harvard or Princeton or any Ivy League school or any major school would invite Rush Limbaugh to speak at a commencement. To talk about capitalism? Yeah. And talk about the, the greatness of America? Only Liberty University would, would invite any of those guys. Yeah. They did invite Glenn. Um, I can't think of anybody else who would even consider inviting uh, anybody on the right. You know, and, and let's say it's not a talk show host because that could be controversial. What about a sitting U.S. senator, Ted Cruz, who went to Princeton, who graduated from Princeton and Harvard? Yeah, he went to Harvard Law, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're you're saying uh, Ted Cruz couldn't impart anything valuable to these kids? Never would they invite Ted Cruz to speak at uh, at Harvard ceremony or Princeton's. It would not happen. No, no, no way, no way. I mean, it's tough to hear about those guys. Maybe they do, and it just doesn't get reported on. But I doubt it that uh, those guys would do. You know, Ted Cruz at the the Houston Junior College. I'm going to look into what is the most prestigious college university uh, that a conservative has ever spoken during a commencement. It'd be interesting to see because like yeah, they would. I can't I can't think of a single instance. And we've been doing this for a, a, a long time. I mean, time. we all get happy when we have guys like Jim Carrey show up and say two words that are <laughs> that we that like. That we like. Yes. And then he speaks again. And we're like, and oh, like, no, you should have left on. it. Why? You, you shouldn't have kept going. Uh <laughs> Oh, it was not good. Stop. <laughs> uh, this was a, a, the very beginning of Al Gore's speech at Maryland. Um, this is an occasion. It has become uh, the kind become of occasion where speakers are invited to speakers. give personal advice, and I'm not advice. in the habit of doing that. Right. Uh, but I, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to say a few words about our American democracy. Again, we don't have an American democracy. And then you would be surprised if I did not say a few words about the climate crisis. Uh, oh. And again, there is no climate crisis, um, so... <laughs> wait. Hey, wait. Hold it. Just denied science right there. Glenn, back. 
Mercury. Glenn Beck program with Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy today. Uh, Glenn is on vacation. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Over the weekend, uh, David Hogg tweeted out something interesting. He uh, he said, "If we can get over thirty thousand comments on this, we can bump stocks. They can bump stocks." If even if you can't vote, you can comment. Congress isn't needed to ban bump stocks. Uh, comments are. It's quick really? and easy to do. <laughs> really? Uh, to that, uh, my producer for uh, Pat Gray Unleashed <laughs> responded uh, in his tweet. He must follow David Hogg. Ah, the often overlooked Twitter comment clause of the Constitution. <laughs> Founding Father George Mason insisted on its inclusion. Yes, he did. But it took David Hogg to find it. (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, This is why you don't allow 17 and 18-year-olds to make U.S. policy. That's why. Okay? They don't know what they're talking about. And for some reason, it's, it's crazy to suggest that, but it's so obvious that how can you do anything but suggest that? Um, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we're going to get into the Al Gore comments. Uh, he had some other comments on American democracy and, of course, uh, tied in Donald Trump coming up in a few minutes. Uh, and, and it's just, it's agonizing that we have to continually hear from these old relics like Al Gore <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. You lost, okay? And you lost multiple times. And they keep dragging them out, man. Move on. They move won't. on. They will not move on. They I guess they have not. nothing else to do. The The only thing they can think to do is get out and complain about the fact that they don't have the executive office anymore. Well, they got I mean, Al doesn't need the money, but Hillary might. Yeah, right? she's only I mean, worth a hundred million plus. I, she and Bill. I, they've made a lot of money. They've made a lot of money. And who knows how much they scam out of the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, I know, but that's practically nothing now, right? The Clinton Foundation? Yeah. I'm sure it's I mean, been. I'm sure it's been impacted a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not able to fly over. No, never mind. As Secretary of State, she would not do anything illegal. So I mean, no, of course almost, not. Uh, almost and went too far with. Yeah, my you wouldn't analogy. even suggest such a thing. No, I'm glad you I stopped apologize. yourself, Jeffy. I'm glad you stopped yourself. Uh, let's go to Winona in Texas. Winona, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hey. Hi. How are you doing, Swan? Good. What's and up? I think about these school shootings, mm-hmm. and it's not a gun problem. It's a sanctity of life problem. Mm-hmm. When we removed the barrier with Roe v. Wade and said that life in the womb was didn't matter. Yeah, it's meaningless. We removed sanctity of life. Mm-hmm. And we have taught generations of children. 
that it doesn't matter. So in the mind and in the heart, sanctity of life is not real. Yeah, I I agree with that. I, I, I think that's a contributing factor. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Winona. It, it can't help it be. You, you can't help but send that signal to our youth that ooh, okay. life is meaningless. Okay. Yeah, you can go ahead and just sweep that mistake out of your body. Uh, we don't want you to be punished with a baby. Right. I don't, I don't want you punished with a STD at 16. Well, the consequences for your actions. No consequences whatsoever. And how long have we, I mean, we heard that from the president of the United States. I've got two daughters, nine, year old, nine uh-huh. years old and six years old. Older I'm going to teach now, them, uh, first of all, about values and morals. Okay, first of all, he's going to teach them about values and morals. So that's a good thing, right? That's a decent start. But, but if they make a mistake. <laughs> if they make a mistake. I mean. <laughs> I don't want them punished with a baby. Right. You right. don't want them punished with a baby. I don't Thank want them punished you. with a baby. I'm going to. So he's going to teach them principles and values. And but then I'm in morals. But then I'm going to teach them that those don't really matter because if if you do make a mistake, it's it's not going to. There's going to be no consequences from it. We'll just oh. sweep that mistake out of your life as if it was never there. Well, they matter, but that eh, doesn't matter. Not yeah. really. Nobody wants to be punished. Look at you. We don't want to punish you with a baby and you know force you to carry that to term and and maybe give it up for adoption. There's millions and millions of families but there was looking no, to adopt. There'd be no possible way that his daughters would be able to avoid becoming uh, abortion ready. I don't want to call them pregnant because that would mean that <laughs> yes. they'll say there was a child in there. <laughs> but it would be becoming abortion ready. Yes, right. Uh, there'd be no possible way that they could do that without so I, actually not yes. doing anything. This can't help but have an impact on the mindset of... Of the, the human population of this planet, how can you how can you not show them that it's okay to do that sixty million times in the last forty five years, and that not impact their lives and their thinking Absolutely. and devalue human life? It's impossible. It's impossible for that not to have an impact. And then you add to it all the other things. I mean, Oliver North is being ridiculed for saying this, but you're talking about I don't know video games and movies and all the the violence that enters our minds on a regular basis a lot of people will say that doesn't have any impact but maybe for some it does and we should definitely stop and consider this nobody wants to hear that nobody wants to hear it Triple eight seven two seven beck are you aware also that uh, Time Magazine is going out of business it's being sold for parts now essentially Time started in 1922, <clears throat> and they're just on, are they just they're just are they just online or no? We see them in the grocery store. No, right? yeah, still, they still, still publish. Paper, yeah, they okay. still publish. Um, but they're pretty much going the way of the dinosaur well, and the, Newsweek magazine and all these other magazines. I mean, really, I, and I apologize for having to ask, but that's where we're at now, right? I mean, if, if uh, yeah. I'm, I, I see them, if they're in the grocery store line. Uh, like, oh, they're still still being published. When was the last time it? you purchased a Time magazine or subscribed to Time magazine? Uh, I, uh, I have no idea. I don't know. I wouldn't even consider it now. Wouldn't even think about yeah. Time magazine. So that's that's going out the window. Um, you know, and I think the same thing is going to happen to newspapers uh, across the country. New York Times eventually 
will fold up. Uh, the Denver Post is having that problem they're, right now. Yeah, they're fighting again. I mean, they're doing their best to, uh, you know, eliminate as many jobs <laughs> to stay alive as they can. And I, I, I don't think it's only because of modern technology. I think it also has to do with their editorial comment content, with the fact that you can't. Uh, I mean, they only play to half the country right. here. The other half of the country doesn't want anything to do with them right. <clears throat> because they're not just reporting news anymore. They're taking a stand on the issues, and that can't help but uh, but bring them down. That is actually boasted. I know we've joked around a little bit about the local newspapers that end up in your driveway or your front yard, but those local newspapers are actually making a little bit of a living because they're just reporting on what's happening locally, no opinion, mm-hmm. and get, and selling ads for what's going on you know, in your local area. So while I know that you just throw it away, Pat. <laughs> yes, I do. I pick it up directly about, from the driveway, and it goes directly into my about your, trash. What's happening in your, in your local? <laughs> no, but I mean, they actually are are starting to thrive a little bit because of that. There's a school board meeting at seven <laughs> o'clock on Thursday night. I mean, if you in care, the conference room of care, the local library, if you care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I do if not you care about the coupon at the Ace Hardware. Maybe you know. But when people realized that they weren't getting they they weren't getting news, they were getting opinion from all right. of these publications, and it got so bad that the editor of Newsweek actually said this about the left wing president of the United States. I mean, in a way, Obama's standing above the country, above above the world. He's sort of God. He's he, he's, yeah. he's. I mean, you've lost all Come credibility. On. You know, it's there's more credibility in that. Once a week newspaper that shows up on my driveway. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Come on. At least I know there really is a school board meeting (laughs) in the conference room of the library Thursday at seven. Thank you. So (laughs) also this may uh, this may be pretty good news. Washington and Beijing supposedly have agreed to abandon the trade war and back off imposing tariffs on each other. That's according to the Chinese state media. So. I don't know if the president is going to admit this or if he's just going to uh, continue his stance that, yeah, we haven't done it yet, but we're going to. The announcement came after high-level talks in the U.S. Capitol followed months of tension. Uh, Vice Premier Liu He, who led love, Chinese love negotiators. Him. Yeah, he's one of my favorite uh, love him. Chinese uh, premiers, vice premiers. He said the two sides reached a consensus will not fight a trade war, and will stop increasing tariffs on each other. He called the agreement a necessity, but uh, added, at the same time, it must be realized that unfreezing the ice cannot be done in a day. Solving the structural problems of the economic and trade relations between the two two countries will take time. So this would be really good news. Sounds good. All those products that you get at Kmart, uh, hopefully they won't be going up in price by about 20%. If this trade war is, is in fact, off now. 888-727-BECK. More Glenn Beck uh, program coming up with Pat and Jeffy. Glenn Beck. Mercury. Glenn Beck. Uh, with Pat 
and Jeffy today. Glenn's on vacation this week. We were talking about uh, the desensitizing of people to human life and how abortion fits into that. I don't, I don't see how it can't fit into that because you can't keep telling people that uh, sweeping a baby out of somebody's womb is, is okay and not have that make an impact in, in, in their thinking. So this is a pretty interesting story in Virginia. A doctor who slipped an abortion pill into his pregnant girlfriend's tea just sentenced to 20 years in prison on Friday. Think of that. But he'll serve only three years. Brooke Fisk was dating Sikander Imran when the Arlington, Virginia doctor slipped a drug into her tea he knew would cause her to have a miscarriage. Here's the interesting part of that. What, what's, why is that a crime? Uh, you just you basically got rid of some tissue. Tissue inside of her. Right. I mean, who knew, who knew what that was going to be? It wasn't a human being. It's only it's only tissue. It's only tissue inside of her if she believes it is. That might have been a clump of broccoli. <laughs> Could have been a Volkswagen it's possible a, a beetle gr- growing in it there. I, I don't know what that was. It might have been a shoe. You're going to sentence a guy to three years in prison for removing a shoe? Come on, oh, not me. She was 17 weeks pregnant when she went to visit him, and they were going to discuss raising the child, and instead. Uh, he he gave her the uh, abortion pill. Wow, is that despicable? Surprising though, because uh, Who knows? with the attitude again that the law has toward the fetus, it's unbelievable that you can you can be sentenced that way. I guess the only problem here is it wasn't her choice. Yeah, got to be right. So he mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he was the one. He ended up pleading guilty to the fetal homicide. Yeah, he 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 was uh, he had his medical license taken from him, and of course he's going to be spending some time in jail. He claimed depression made him do it. So uh, it is, and it's interesting because oftentimes, even in liberal states, when someone has killed a pregnant woman, they have been charged double. and convicted yeah. of a double homicide. Well, how do you have it both ways like that? <laughs> they do, Either though. that's a baby, and we all know it is, or it isn't. When are we gonna? When are we gonna make that determination? Some that, that's. I mean, it's critical that we actually f- definitively define that that is a human child inside your body, because obviously it is. And when and any time. Uh, and everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everybody knows it's it. not a piece of broccoli. It's not right. a shoe. It's none of these it's things. It's not asparagus. It's not any of that. It's human life, and and uh, you you can't deny that fact. You're denying science, and we're we're the ones the left always accuse of is accused deniers. of being science yes. deniers, and yet they deny that very basic science. Triple eight. 727-BECK. We were talking about the Al Gore uh, speech at Maryland and Hillary's at Yale. Um, here's a little bit more so good. of the Al Gore that we uh, so good. prepared for you. There are, I know, a great many oh, no. supporters, supporters of President Trump in this audience. I do understand that. He does do understand that. As one of his uh, supporters put it on television, he said, the way I look at it, Donald Trump is chemotherapy for America. Mm. Well, 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 in medicine and in science, 
Some experiments are terminated early for ethical reasons. Oh, my God. He worked on that a long time. He did. Or somebody did. One of his people worked on that for a long time. Speaking of denying science, there's Al Gore uh, talking about terminating the president, uh, presidency uh, early. Uh, so good. It's so amazing. So good. He also, he, he talked, uh, of course, he said, you know, he teased the climate change talk, but he did talk about every day on the news. It's like taking a walk through the book of Revelation. Did he say that again in this particular yes. speech? <laughs> pathetic. That is pathetic. <laughs> More Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy coming up. Glenn Beck. Mercury. Back Ray and Jeffy for Glenn, who's on vacation this week. Uh, at noon Eastern, immediately following this show wrapping up, you can join me on my uh, on my show, Pack Ray Unleashed, BlazeRadio.com, also on the iHeartRadio app, and you know probably shortwave radio somewhere or other. It's pretty much everywhere. A lot, you, of pe- a lot of people love the show. Well, everybody loves the show. A lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> Our gas prices have just hit three bucks a gallon on average nationwide. It's starting to get it painful sure again. It's starting to look like, I mean, when you fill up the tank and it used to be that, uh, you know, the 25 is now 35, mm-hmm. 35 or 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You start or 50. thinking, wait a second, what's going on here? If you have a fairly big tank, yes, it gets painful. Yes, it does. It's like in the $60 range. The average price of regular grade gas jumped 10 cents a gallon over the past two weeks to $3 a gallon nationwide, on average. Uh, Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg said the price has spiked 41 cents over the last three months. Yeah, it's going fast. The increase is largely driven, he says, by higher crude oil costs and the phasing in of summer grade gas, which is used to prevent smog. (laughs) And, of course, in places like California where they've got, what, yeah. 82 blends of it or whatever, it really spikes. And in some areas in California, is over 450 a gallon already. <sighs> last, uh, last week, my, my oldest daughter was uh, on vacation with her family in California, and they had rented an SUV. And Hello. so those have big tanks. Uh, yes, they do. And so when well they aware. went to fill it up, it was 469 a gallon. To fill up the uh, suburban, it was a hundred and fifty bucks. One hundred fifty. One hundred and fifty bucks. Ah, that's insanity. If you had to do that once a week, that's six hundred a month. Yeah, that takes some serious budgeting. Yes, it does to be able to afford that. That's yes, it does. ridiculous. And that's what what's so good is when you see all the government officials driving around in eight SUVs. Yeah, you love that, right? I do. I do. Yeah. I do. I know that they, yeah. they're using... You just want to tip your cap to them. They're using, say, hey, nice job. That's <laughs> they great. They must be using a different blend. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know how... I don't know how anybody lives in California, I quite frankly. Know. I don't know. Either. If you're not a billionaire, how do you live in California? The, they, well, those, the cost of living is just out of control. Over the top. 
four sixty nine a gallon for gas, and then you're paying, you know, a million dollars for a thousand square feet. Yeah. I mean, you're lucky to get a thousand square feet that's, for a million. It's unbelievable. And that's a to that's me. a that's a tear downer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're gonna buy that, but we're gonna tear it down and rebuild. I don't even want to tell you uh, if you live in California what a million dollars will buy you here in Texas. Oof. You don't want to know, but it's more than a thousand square feet. <laughs> is, I will guarantee you I that. I guarantee you, it's more than a, a million dollar home. Feet. Still looks like a million dollar home. Yes, in uh, in, tel- yes, in Texas. Does. And it should. Yes, it, it should. It's ridiculous that if you're just starting in life, you, you got to leave the state, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you have to. I, I mean, if you're just getting out from under your parents' wing, you got to leave and go somewhere else. You have to because no, where are you going to live? Yeah, there's no other way to go. Right? How are you going to no afford it? To do. You know, you're just starting out with your barely livable wage, and then you got to fill up your gas tank. So it's going to be. You're done. Let's say you don't even drive an SUV. If you're driving an economy car, it's going to be 50, 60 bucks every time you fill up. Just unaffordable. I, I don't know how they do it. That is a screwed up state. And when it breaks into three That's screwed even, up states. Even better. Imagine. Even better. The goodness then. Then we'll have four new super liberal communist senators, <laughs> which would be awesome. So please, California, break into three pieces because that would <laughs> that would fix everything. What do you think would just break it off? <laughs> I'd rather see that happen than go into three states. And not literally break it off. I don't want to no, see this no, no, fall you off wanna, of no. the, the continental shelf. But I be, become uh, like another Canadian province, however many provinces or, they have. Or, or Mexico. Right. Or Mexico. Sure. You split it in half. We'll give the top half to Canada, bottom half to Mexico. We'll call it even. Uh, man, it's it's amazing. That's why Texas is still, you know, is so great. It, the cost of living, the mindset of people, the freedom. I mean, yes, we are seeing some erosion of those things, yes, too. we are. But it's not California yet. Thank heaven. Knock on wood. Uh, or for Micah. Uh, Swedish Town has uh, announced this week that the mosque in their town will be allowed to feature a call to prayer on Fridays, provided the calls don't exceed 110 decibels Good. or 45 decibels uh, as heard from inside your house. The mosque was kind of a controversial uh, situation with the leader of the Christian Democrats there instructing local politicians to vote against it and the head of one of Sweden's leading Jewish organizations supporting the mosque on the grounds that not allowing the call to prayer would damage integration. Although the decision is now a done deal, the controversy is likely unlikely to die down because this same town has twice not allowed the right to ring church bells. Right. On the grounds that it would be disturbing to area residents. Sorry, the church bells are disturbing. Uh, but you can have the call to prayer. I mean, how many church bells do you need? Uh, if there's one, a lot of- one church bell and it rings. And then. Yeah, but if there's a lot of churches. I, mean, I, I don't think this is going to be like, like a, a thousand churches no. ringing bells all at once. But. <laughs> But uh, the priest sad. priest at the church said the request to ring church bells was denied in the 1990s and again in the 2000s. And they just have one small bell located inside the church, which the priest said sounds good but can't be heard from far. 
So the <laughs> mosque is allowed. To, how many times have we Wait, seen this kind lot. of thing? A lot. More, more than over and more over and over like. again. More than we like. No question. Now, I don't know if it's just one call to prayer, because doesn't the call to prayer happen seven times a day? <laughs> I, they said it, it's, I they're think. doing it on Friday. So maybe it's just the once. But again, the inequality there of everything that that uh, you that the Islamic community wants seems to be granted, and then the Christians seem to be shut down does, on a pretty regular basis. It does seem that way. Yes, it does, and that's very frustrating. And it, it seems like uh, it does. It does seem like that uh, because the uh, if we don't have the call to prayer we'll have integration issues oh oh okay okay but uh, what so you have okay. plenty of christians in the and you don't want any more you don't want any, enough no more christians no, coming to can't. town we've got our fill of I, you people i am tired of those christians <laughs> man. and it All seems like time with the bell yes the I, I mean it. yes it only rings once but still <laughs> it's way more than enough way more than enough in, in my town growing up, the we had the cathedral that, that I think on the mean streets of Helena, it was one of three of its kind in the world. And every hour on the hour, it yeah. it would ring. And the bell would sound and it would play dun, 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 dun. And then it rings once for one o'clock and twice right. for two and so on. And it happened every, every hour. hour. <laughs> And I just got used to it, as everybody in the town did. Yeah, you just, you know, you just and even and look, there's and you come to kind of like it. At least I did. I, I liked it. And, you, and look, you know, you have. I mean, we we all obviously grew up in in you know different times, but churches rang their bells on Sunday. Um, yeah, you know, and and yeah. guess what? That's the way it goes. And if you know, if you have a mosque and they have the call to prayer, then do the call to prayer. Yeah. Why is that? I mean, right. Okay, but you can't allow one and not the other. Right. Except in Sweden, you can. Okay, so, sorry. I guess if you discriminate against the right people, it's fine. It's okay. Don't don't discriminate okay. against the wrong people, and that's the way it's trending everywhere. And that's what's so agonizing about it. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More Pat and Jeffy coming up for uh, Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn Beck Mercury. Glenn Beck. Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy for Glenn, who is uh, vacationing this week. 888-727-BECK. We were just talking about the call to prayer in this uh, Swedish town, which has been okayed. The Muslim, Muslim call to prayer is fine, but they have denied a church ringing their bells twice in the last 20 years. Well, they're, they're too loud. They're annoying. Let's compare. Uh, because we, we do have uh, the sound of church bells nice compared to the uh, call to prayer and i uh, i think you'll you'll find one is uh definitely more annoying than the other here is the muslim call to prayer oh this is the church bells obviously 
church bells. Yep. And I don't know that it would ring that many times. They usually do, though. But they do, yeah. I mean, and depending on what's going on, are, are you marking time or are you just calling people to church? Right. That seemed to be that they were calling, calling people, people to, to church. church. Yeah. And here's the call to prayer. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Just a little sample there for you. Uh, I, you, you tell me um, which is which is the more pleasing of they're, the two. They're both beautiful. They're, they're both. <laughs> they're both. Beautiful. They're both beautiful. Let's say they're both. E- they're equally beautiful. I, that's where I'm at. And maybe they should allow both the church bells and the Muslim call to prayer in this little Swedish town. I, I, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you comment almost that's, as if, mm-hmm. as if, uh, I mean, that's, as if I favor one over yeah, over the other. Correct. Hmm. That's weird. Also, a Christian pastor has confronted a West Virginia middle school after his daughter came home with an assignment that asked her seventh grade class to write their submission to Allah as their one true God. And write that in Arabic calligraphy. Yeah, you'd know. <laughs> Jeez. I, one person complained about this, and he's a, he's a pastor. But they were, right. asked, they were asked to practice calligraphy by copying the Arabic form of the Shahada by hand. The Shahada is the Islamic profession of faith that declares belief in one true God and Muhammad being a messenger of God. So, Brielle Penkoski... A uh, student at Mountain Ridge Middle School, Gerardstown, West Virginia, uh, brought the assignment home, showed it to her dad, who is a, a, a minister. I saw the assignment of writing the Shahada in Arabic. Their excuse was uh, calligraphy. Right, of course. Sure. Of course it is. Uh, and so he said, no, that's not happening. My daughter is not doing that. Uh, good. Now, his daughter had told him that if she didn't, didn't do the assignment, she was going to get a detention slip. So she'd have to go to detention if she didn't do it. So the dad complains, and they said, oh, no, no, no that's it's just uh, that's optional. And you know it wouldn't have been. No way. It was not optional. It would not have been if, uh, if somebody hadn't complained. Correct, because you know the kid was con- genuinely concerned about having to go to detention. And it always amazes me. How few people are concerned about this stuff? We have one person. One parent complained when you would think that every Christian there would be knocking at the door of the principal of this school. I was going to ask yourself, uh, would uh, the involvement in your children's education, just a tad. Yeah. Uh, just a tad. I mean. I, We've talked about that a lot. That You have to know what's going on in your kid's school. Just a little bit. You have to. A little bit. You have to talk to them about what they're learning because otherwise... You're never going to know of all the indoctrination going on in their life. I mean, we talked about some of the problems with these, you know, with the mass shooters. And, and uh, you know, I know it brings, you know, full circle back to the mass shootings. But, you know, and I, I know it's it's an old song of where were the parents? But really, where were the parents? 
I mean, I, I just that's just my question. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I realize that there are there are plenty of things that happen that go under the radar that parents miss that you couldn't you couldn't see. Got it. Understand it. Mm-hmm. But many of these children who cause harm to other people are you troubled and you know it. Tell me you don't know something is wrong with your kid. Yeah. Well, there's the, something bothering your child. In this particular case, the parents claimed he was a quiet, sweet boy. They were just stunned that this would happen. They're confused. They didn't had they had no idea. Right. It's hard to believe. Right. And one parent complains about a school project. That's why That's we're in the shape we're in. Thank you. Because it's it, it's going to get worse <sighs> if we don't stand up for our rights. If you are, are they doing a, a Christian project at school where, you know, you're talking about Jesus being the savior? You know, they're not. No way. No, they're not. They're not no going to do that. For some reason, it's okay. With it, Everything's okay with Islam. But if, uh, if it were to be done by Christians, it'd be completely no shut way. down. Separation of church and state. Everybody would be screaming top of their lungs. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever does For, when it's Islam. Yeah, nobody ever does. I, I just don't. I don't understand. By the way, over the weekend, um, it's amazing. But uh, in Venezuela, during at the uh, election, they just the the sham election they whoa, just had. Whoa, Maduro whoa. won again. I was just going to congratulate Maduro Oof. on his uh, nearly seventy percent victory. Almost seventy percent. Now there are a couple of factors went into that. One, uh, he controls the election board. Uh, and everybody who counts the votes. Uh, two, one of the opposition parties banned the election, encouraged their people not to participate. Well, then you're just giving Maduro a better chance to win. Right. Three, uh, several of the candidates were banned from being in the election. So maybe it's not quite so surprising that Maduro won another term. But here's... Here's the real reason he won. Do you know that uh, the devaluation of the Venezuelan currency is only at 99% right now? Is that it? Yeah. Under him, under Maduro, the Venezuelan currency has only dropped 99% in value. And the other thing is, inflation is completely under control. It's just 14,000% this year. Everything's fine in Venezuela. 14,000%? That's fantastic. It couldn't... It's not a million percent. No, it's not. It's not, not a billion it's not 15, percent. Fifteen thousand. It's not even fifteen thousand no. percent. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. And uh, I tell you another thing, my friend. Socialism works. This is America's fault. That's what he says. Okay. This is not Venezuela's fault. Right. This is not Maduro's fault. Maduro's right. doing the best he can with uh, what he's, he's got. He's doing a great job. But it's the American intervention. The American intervention. That's Meddling the in the affairs of Venezuela that has uh, I mean, messed up their economy. Thank you. Thank you. That's I mean, what he bad. ran on. I mean, it's bad. It is bad. Oh, it's very, very it's hor- bad. horrific in that country. And remember, we talked to uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza's wife, who uh, is from Venezuela and has family there. And she talked uh, uh, at length about how bad it was in the cities. But and this was about, a long time ago. This was a couple of years yeah, ago. Uh, talked about how bad it was uh, in the cities, but where a lot of her family and people that she knew lived in the countries, it was still okay. Yeah, that's and, not the case uh, anymore. No, it is not. It's not. People it's are not starving good at all. Nobody. Has, a lot of uh, people don't have jobs. Uh, they can't get food. They can't get medicine. 
bad. They're crossing the border trying to get help, what's, medical help. What's good is they don't have anything that they could use for income in the world in Venezuela. It, I mean, in well, some countries have, other you know, than, whether, I don't know, oil. Or, other wait, than oil? Venezuela has oil? Yeah, yeah surprisingly, what? yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, Venezuela has oil. In fact, they're an OPEC oil country. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, they should be doing well. But again, that's our fault. That's not socialism's not fault. socialism's fault. It's just, if we'd leave them alone, they'd be thriving on their socialist system. Thank you. Thank you. Leave them alone. And I'm okay with that, actually. Yeah, me too. Glenn Beck. Mercury. program this is pat gray thanks for joining me on glenn show uh noon eastern right after this show right after the glenn beck show wraps up yeah join me on my own show pat gray unleashed every weekday uh on the blaze radio network blazeradio.com and the iHeartRadio app and just about uh every possible app available not just about every I mean, single one everyone yeah i mean it's everywhere, just like Chicken Man. Uh, today at news, noon Eastern, blazeradio.com, 888-727-BECK. Wasn't it an exciting weekend? It's about time. We should have led with this because still, such a beautiful day. My heart oh, has still man. not slowed down and beating in my I chest for, for the royal family. Oh, it was so wonderful. Yes, it was. To uh, see it and to experience it. and Well, I, I didn't, but I I heard about it afterward, and it I just wish I would have woken up on time. Uh, but it's just, you know, you it's the just, time difference in London. I don't know, you probably could have just recorded it and played it back. Yeah, I wish I would have. Darn it. But it's a little bit different if it's not live. Dang, you don't get to experience darn, it live. Oh, darn, I wish I would have done but Harry and Meghan are now married. I know. What a beautiful event. It was a beautiful day. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Her dress was beautiful. Oh, the, my goodness. The kids. Such a lovely bride. And it was so nice of uh, Charles, groom. Prince Charles to step in and walk her down the aisle. And yeah, what was the deal with her dad? Her dad couldn't there's... make it because he had heart problems and was going to be. Oh, really? I mean, that was what they said. Are they estranged or something? Yeah, there was some, there was some really? issue brought some up. Issue. But I'm not quite sure if he was actually going to come or not. And then he had a heart and supposed heart attack. And uh, Glenn he was talking travel. about this last week that they, he was saying they were somewhat of a white trash family. I mean, I have not looked into any of it, so I don't even know that much about him. Uh, yeah. I just from what he said, it sounds like they they've got an interesting clan. Well, good. Yeah, that's fine. Good. Mm-hmm. And she's an actress, and I knew this from Stu because he watches Suits, yeah, and Suits. apparently she's on that show. Yes, she is, or was. Is she still yeah, on? No, or it's good. No, okay. The last season she's on is this one, this last one. 
Was she killed so, off? What happened? No, I think she's just going to, I think, you know, she's the will probably be... say, she's going to marry a royal. Right. Yeah. Um, and now they're reporting that uh, In Touch Magazine is reporting she's pregnant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it happened fast. I don't know. I think maybe I think maybe the line was, what I saw with that is that maybe the line was, I can't wait to have children or I can't wait to have a baby or something like that. And so they they're just reading assumed into that that she's pregnant, she's pregnant. I think. Okay. But even if she is, I mean, they it's got beautiful. married Isn't on that Saturday. Wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Yes. They were Whatever. married on Saturday. Right. English time. UK time. Right. So, so they're ahead of us. So it makes be, sense that you. she'd be pregnant thank now. Because, yeah, they're eight the time, hours ahead of us. The time frame works. <laughs> uh, if you miss the coverage, uh, this is the only coverage I've watched because it was great. It's Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon in their character of Cord and Tish. <laughs> <laughs> They covered uh, the royal wedding, and uh, here's just a little snippet of their coverage. I'm hearing something. Here they come. There they are. They're out. They're out of the church. This is real, folks. These two are not. There's the kiss. They just kissed. They just. They just kissed. And that was a lovely, real moment. Look at the elegance. Oh, wonderful she is stuff! Stunning. She is stunning. And look at Harry. The dress is gorgeous. Madly in love. <laughs> we saw the kiss at the oh. top of the stairs. It was right there. Oh, look! Oh, right there. oh look at that look at train! Oh. That is probably a, a eighty to a hundred, maybe a thousand foot train. Once again, okay. <laughs> that, that's the moment we've all been. One small kiss. For man, one giant kiss for mankind. <laughs> really good. I love that. Because that's how breathless and really ridiculous good. Oh, the coverage is. Really bad. There were some great, uh, there, were, there were some great uh, fun time memes uh, on the internet throughout the entire wedding, though, which was fun. And uh, I did actually watch uh, a six minute and 31 second video of the entire you know like a recap of the royals day you know of the from the beginning to yeah. them showing up at the wedding and the stars and then the post wedding and during the whole time that six minutes i kept and i know you don't watch game of thrones but i kept thinking that i wanted the game of thrones dragon to show up and just burn them all oh, that's, that's a nice thought thank Jeffy. You. that's that's thank very you. that's beautiful <laughs> thank you it brought a little tear to my eye i was so tender <laughs> And loving. That's how much. That's how much love I had for the whole thing. Uh, it was interesting to see who all attended. It, it, George and Amal Clooney. Oh yeah. Uh, David and Victoria Beckham. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, James Carden. Every oh, yeah. progressive. Every liberal you can um, think of. Are you? Are you forgetting Elton? And, and oh, Elton John okay. and his husband, uh-huh. uh, David. And uh, Idris Elba was there, and he uh, actually, I think Idris was the DJ at the party after at the after party. Uh, he, so I mean, who was the DJ? Idris Elba. Oh, really? Yeah, he was there for the wedding, and then big he, actor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, big time actor, and uh, he's uh, you know he's <laughs> all the suit stars were there. Oh, I bet they were. They were all there in line, man. You got to get their faces yeah. in the crowd. There is Idris Elba. Uh, was he on suits? No. No. Okay. No. 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 And uh, one of the things, and the Oprah thing, oh my gosh, I saw Oprah post some video of her thanking the people that made her dress because she was so thankful they worked all night long 
to finish the dress because it originally came in a wrong color. <laughs> and I thought, man, am I living in a different life? Yeah, because I live in a different life. You know, she's she's a big income equality. Person yeah, I know. And, and they would have treated I know. anybody that way. They would have worked <laughs> through the night for any of right? us. You know that the wrong color. Right? I love Come how on. these people are always screaming about income oh inequality gosh. and then live like royals. All of them. All of them do. And, you know, and look. Good. Right. I good don't care. Them. I don't care. But they do. They supposedly. Sure do. They, they supposedly sure do. do. Which is what makes it, you know, so hypocritical and, and ridiculous. Uh, but a lot of stars. And it's interesting because apparently the Trumps were not invited. And uh, the Obamas were. Now, I don't know that the Obamas attended. They did not. But uh, No, they did not. They yeah, because they're not, not on the list attend. here. So. Yeah, they decided not to attend. Do we know why? Did they I, say why? I, I was, um, I don't remember what the exact quote was, but it was just them being nice and mm. not wanting to, you know, cause a stir. Not wanting to distract from that the yeah. beautiful day because yeah. it was also beautiful and wondrous. And, you know, look, uh, the royals might be something, but they're not God like Obama. So if he shows up, I mean, he's the one that's taking the news, right? Well, of course. Yeah. yeah okay. Probably would have. I mean, Probably would have stolen some thunder. Yes, he would have. Because but he's friends. The media I mean, falls all over. Him and Harry are buds. So are they? Yeah. They're, you know, the royal family is uh, pretty liberal, as we oh. see from from Prince Charles's babblings yes. all the time on climate change and socialism. If and the, and thank the apple heaven, has he's not, not an fallen, actual ruler. The, the apple has not fallen far from the tree. No, I'm the sure it has. I'm sure. Yeah, it's, but I don't care about the wedding. I don't care <laughs> about the royals. And I don't know why. I mean, 30 million Americans watched it. Oh, they, I mean, 30 I had, million. We, we had television crews, actual morning shows, dress up as royals and show off and over there recording the wedding. And they were not as good as, as Will. No, of course not. I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> And they were all wearing the goofy British hats. Agonizing. And, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, uh, how much? How much CO two was put into the? You know, and they're so concerned about it. How much CO two was dumped into our atmosphere from people flying over for that stupid wedding? <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot. Do you think uh, George Clooney and his wife flew over coach? No. No, they didn't. Well, he's got a place in London, right? So maybe he didn't have Does to fly. He? Yeah. Oh, maybe he was already there. Yeah. Yeah. He was already Good there. And Oprah probably came in early. But yeah, she, and Oprah but probably Oprah, flew coach as well. Well, I mean, you know, Oprah just took Delta in. <laughs> or Southwest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she just, just hopped to Southwest into London. You can count on that. She took Southwest because you can get two bags on the flight. Oh, yeah. Well, you have to no have extra that. money. doesn't right. cost you anything extra. Right. So, yeah. And she was hoping that then she realized <laughs> that the, the dress was the wrong color and the whole thing went down after that. And then they worked through the night, through the night for, for her, her to fix that, I know. which is wonderful. Oh, that's very nice. She looked beautiful. She did. Was she there with Stedman or whatever that guy's yeah, name I didn't is? see. Uh, I didn't every see every any, picture I yeah. saw of her, she was by herself. Alone. Yeah. Very sad. I know. Why Maybe I don't know. Go? The person that was with her probably is the one that ordered the dress the wrong color, so <laughs> yeah, kicked probably. her out. <laughs> All right, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More Glenn Beck with Pat and Jeffy coming up. Glenn Beck Mercury.
for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, along with Jeffy. You know, you don't have to be a star, baby, <laughs> to be in my show. And now, you don't have to be a customer, baby, to use Starbucks bathroom. Is that the new Starbucks ad? <laughs> yeah, I love it. It should be. should be. I, I, I give that to them for free. If they want to use that, go ahead. The, on Saturday, they announced that uh, any customer, and really... Anybody. Anybody uh, is welcome to use Starbucks spaces, yeah. including restrooms, cafes, patios. That's great. Regardless of whether they make a purchase. How wonderful. Isn't that good? That's great. I, mean, I think every homeless good. person in Seattle now should go to Starbucks when they Absolutely. need to, when they, when they have a bathroom break. You got to go into Starbucks, sit there uh, maybe all day long on the patio. Seattle, Enjoy the scenery. Don't buy a single thing. Don't buy a thing. Don't buy a thing. I loved it because when the CEO first made the announcement that they were going that direction, he said, but, you know, we don't want to become a public restroom. Well, it's too late for that. Too late for that, isn't it? Yeah. Because you are. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of reminds you of the, you know, like the the restrooms along the highway. Uh Uh-huh. You know, just stop in. You don't have to buy anything. there's, there's, There's stuff there for you to buy if you want to. I'm going to go in there all the time when I have to go. So I'm going to make it a point Can to drive you, by sir? Starbucks every time I have to go. Can I help you, sir? Uh, nope. No, thanks. Just here to use your restroom. Oh, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> Me and my whole family. I brought, I brought the family. <laughs> There's only one restroom. It's a long line. We'll wait. <laughs> Just clog that whole store up, man. Yep. They're going to have homeless people bathing in their sinks. I, I hope they do. I hope they do because they deserve it. It's, this is just ridiculous. The Starbucks it's, mentality is just ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, they, look, they're reaping what they sow. Exactly. They, they most definitely are. And, you know, good. <laughs> but it's too bad because, you know, once in a while, while I don't frequent Starbucks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you go I, I, every I, once in a while. I do go every once in a while. And mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to be able to go in and sit down and meet with whoever you have to meet with and drink a cup of coffee and relax a little bit. Sure. And, you know, it's. I often figured i didn't i didn't actually know but i often figured hey we're going here you purchase a product and then sit down and relax while you enjoy that product yeah well that's old think that's capitalist think no you can't i mean that's it's elitist nonsense what you just spewed there (laughs) i apologize ashamed of yourself but i am now i shouldn't have even said it no you should not have uh triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k uh let's go to george in pennsylvania george you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hi. Hey, good, good morning, Pat. First morning. of all, it's great to hear you back on the air with full energy, and it's even good to hear Jeffy occasionally. <laughs> I think thanks. <laughs> thanks. The, the, point, the point I wish to make here is with respect to uh, rules and respect for life and things like that, uh, people, in, and I don't want to say single out liberals in the past, but they rebelled against rules they don't like standards being set for them and now we're calling for a return to some standards returning to civility returning to respect for life and things like that and that's going to be a hard sell it's going to be hard to to get people to respect that going forward and i i'm just not real hopeful of it even if they want to sit there and counterwall and complain about it yeah it is it's hard to imagine we're going to go back to that uh, civility is pretty hard to, to recapture once you've lost it, and seems like we pretty much have. Uh, well, definitely, it, that's for sure. It, it's also a matter of how do you set the standard? How do you how do you get people to agree? And it's almost like the only time that that they call for civility is when some of them 
on, on uh, in their group are the ones that are on the business end of a gun being shot. Oh, that's exactly right. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, that- George. Uh, exactly right. And uh, the the only time that they have any respect for human life is uh, when they are attacking the U.S. Constitution. That's that's the only time that human life seems to matter to them because other than that, they're full-on, full-frontal abortion advocates at all times, all day, every day. And then if, if the president says something about uh, gang members being animals, oh, they're all offended by that. Wait a minute. Everybody's got the spark of God in them. Oh, really? Since when what? do you believe that? Like what? Nancy Pelosi's comments last week. We're all God's children. Uh-huh. There's a spark of divinity in every person on earth. Can you believe that? This was in response to the where she says that undo- he called all undocumented immigrants animals. When he wasn't, he was calling MS-13 gang members who brutally murder their victims animals. But, they- but all of a sudden, she's all about the spark of God in people. Oh, okay. Thank you, Nancy. That's right. Uh, your favorite word is the word. Glenn Beck Mercury. And uh, Jeffy for Glenn, who's on vacation this week. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Weekend box office. Uh, Deadpool two finally displaced yeah. Avengers as the number one movie in the country. A hundred and twenty five million dollar weekend. That's pretty good. That's domestic. Yes, just just in America. I mean, they did in Canada. Yeah, I mean, they did one hundred and seventy six international. Did they? And they haven't opened in China yet. Wow. So, uh, so that's going to be yeah, huge. Yeah, it's, monster. He's funny, though. I, yes. Uh, but still, that's... Avengers was number two. Uh, twenty-eight, Still $28.6 million in four weeks. Four weeks in, and they're still bringing in that kind of money. It's up to uh, almost $600 million in uh, North America alone. I finally saw that over the weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. I keep having... I'm, I have going to have to soon because my son has been uh, really mad at me for not taking him yet. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. Really? It's almost three hours. Yeah, it's oh, it's long. Yeah, it's long. And if he, to going, me, I'm going, I'm, we're, going it felt the, long. we're going to the food one. I'm not sitting through that thing without food. <laughs> what a surprise. Wait. I know. Whoa, I know. Normally whoa, whoa. I go. Let me see if I can process that. <laughs> Jeffy can't get through three hours without food? Oh, no. Wait. What? I know. Listen, I, 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 don't, I don't realize it's that much of a shock. I got Yeah, it. that blew me away. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Everybody oh, knows oh, okay. there's a sad element to it, though, apparently. and um, Oh, no, everyone doesn't. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks. Everybody knows there's thanks, a sad God. element. Oh, man. Thank you. But it's a sham sad element. It is? I think oh, so. Oh, gosh. Come Darn on. It. You know it is. Come on. Well, Do you know how many movies they have planned with all yeah, these people? 80, 80 billion already. I mean, it's just... Yeah, 14 it's never gonna, more. It's never going to end. Between this year and next year. 14. 
15 yeah. more. And between that and then you've got the Star Wars sagas. I the mean, one Solo guy, opens this it, week, right? Right, yeah. So, I mean. The, uh, the one guy alone, uh, what's, what's his name? Bucky, who is Captain America's friend. You know, that guy. <laughs> whatever, he, whatever character he is. And I think his, na- his name is Bucky. He, uh, they just signed him. Marvel signed him to a nine-movie deal. So, do the math on the ending. I just like to say, Marvel, listen. Yeah. uh, I mean, I'm willing to sit down and discuss a two or three movie deal. You know. Are you? Are you willing? I'm I'm willing to sit down. Wow, that's... You know, I mean, it's... Look, I I don't want to... I'm surprised your cell phone's not ringing already from Marvel. If if you're willing to, you know, nine years of Bucky, I'm Uh not greedy. (laughs) That's amazing. But it's interesting when you consider what happened in the movie and what's happening with... With sequels, uh, you know, it doesn't really add up. But right. still, it, but was, it will. It, it was, will because yeah. they'll find a way to add it up. Yes, they will. Um, and so, but it was enjoyable. Um, and then uh, I was interested to see that at number 20 over the weekend, 2001, A Space Odyssey was re-released. I didn't even know that. Have you seen that come to theaters? No. The, the 2018 re-release of 2001, A Space Odyssey. Wow. Oh, that's because... Yeah, that's because it's the 50-year anniversary of it, I'll bet. Wasn't that released in 1968? Space it's been 50 years since that came out. Wow. My grandfather uh, told me about that movie. Mine when too. I- yeah, 1968. <laughs> April 3rd, 1968. There you go. It's the 50-year anniversary. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. 1968. It's incredible. Wish I was born then. <laughs> 1968. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, our, when we're in our 50s, we'll be middle-aged. Thank and, you. And that's something to look forward to someday. <laughs> yeah, someday. Yeah, someday. You know, yeah, yeah. What's the yeah, alternative someday. to being middle-aged? Being dead. That's the only <laughs> alternative, and I don't like that alternative. So, you know, look, might as well look forward to it. Yeah, you have to. Uh, speaking of uh, entertainment, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of revivals of 1980s TV shows coming out. Have you noticed that? There's just n- no originality oh, that's anymore. Long, that's been long gone. None. That's been long gone. That's the creation of the sequels too, right? I mean, they, they don't need originality yes. with the sequels. Right. Just keep exactly. cranking out the same story there. Mm-hmm. And the TV is the same way. I mean, they're hurting as well. They're, you know, they're they're struggling with trying to keep good writers on all the shows and good producers and good directors because you've got Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, and and everyone else, uh, every, yeah. every other network trying to produce their own content. Yeah, and they all want, you know, everybody wants to have a good. Nobody wants to have a, a crappy show. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's tough these days. If if they could come up with good new programming, though, I I, I think there's do. a niche there because Netflix and Amazon seem to only do new content that's basically R-rated. You know, I hate that. I know. I know you're fine with it. But it would be nice for family people and people who don't watch R-rated movies to see something else, to maybe get new shows that uh, don't have the F-word and nudity in them. Uh, there is a small fragment oh of society, Jeffy. This is going to stun you. 
that <laughs> wouldn't mind watching something, I don't know, wholesome. Oh, right. Now your next thing you're going to do is tell me you want church bells ringing on Sunday, okay? <laughs> oh, no, that would offend way okay. too many people. Way. Now, I, I don't disagree with that. And there are, I yeah. believe there are some networks that are trying to do a little bit of that. Well, I, I yeah. don't know. Are they? Because they're just bringing back the old stuff. Um, well. They, Roseanne? Roseanne's been great. Has it? Do you, yeah. are, you, are you watching yeah. it? Yeah, it's been really good. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're bringing back um, Murphy Brown, Ugh. which I hate. Oh, she's agonizing. She's going to take on Fox and Friends. Is she? Oh, good. Uh. What a what a brave, brave thing to do. <laughs> really? You left-wing Hollywood types I mean, are going to take gonna, on Fox and now, Friends? No kidding. Is, is, uh, they're bringing back What's-Her-Face to do that? Candace Bergen, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, okay, she's got to be 80. If she's a day. Come on. I I don't think she is. No way. She's got to be in her mid to late sixties at least. Oh, oh, she's seventy two. You weren't that far Uh, off. uh, No kidding. I mean, I I apologize for going hitting eighty for you, Candace. I apologize, but that's amazing. I mean, they're doing a reboot reboot of uh, Magnum PI that does not feature Tom Selleck. Uh, That's a shame. They're doing something called the Kids Are All Right, which is supposedly. Uh, a ripoff of the Wonder Years. Oh yeah. CW has rebooted Dynasty. They're already doing that. Wow. Ah, it's amazing. There's just nothing new. Might as well bring back Moonlighting. Have they done that yet? Well, uh, they can't get Bruce Willis probably at this Bruce late date. Gonna, I know he's not going to do it. Otherwise, I'll bet they would. <laughs> I bet they would too. I'll bet they would. And plus, what's your face does not look the same. <clears throat> Just as a side yeah, note. Uh, what was her name? Um, <laughs> Shepard, Sybil yeah, Shepard. Yeah, Last time I saw her, she was on a promotional tour. She came into the studio in Houston. I was I was in Houston doing doing mornings. Uh, and I think I was still at KPRC in Houston. And she was <laughs> doing a promotion. And I thought, oh, well, cool. Let's have her come in and, and talk. She's, she wanted to. Sybil Shepard, right? You know what the, the promotion was? It wasn't a book. It wasn't a movie. It hair, wasn't a TV show. Hair color. It wasn't hair color. No. No? Mm-mm. Uh, Irritable bowel syndrome. Have you been ever, have you known anyone besides Sybil <laughs> been plagued with that? You'd be laughing on the other side of your face. That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> she was not pleased with my attitude I about bet. that. I bet. And, you know, uh, she, I bet you she wasn't pleased with a lot of radio stations. No, man. I bet. There's I'll no bet. way you're walking into you don't, morning yeah, or afternoon You don't want to talk shows. about Come that. On. You want to talk about moonlighting or, yes. you know, the last picture show or whatever. And yeah. all she wanted to talk about was irritable bowel right. syndrome. And you're giving me irritable <laughs> bowel syndrome if you're not going to talk about moonlighting. I'll tell you that right now, Sybil. Okay, so welcome to the show. Exactly. Come on. But she was... She was nasty about it. She just, she wouldn't have fun. She would not have any fun. See? Yeah. And I, I realize anybody with IBS is struggling with it. I, I know, but I get if that. she were to have fun with it, she might spread the word a little bit better. Right. A little bit wider. Right. But then driving it home. But she was not. I mean, I realize that perhaps being on tour, she was irritable. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. And she was. More than just her bowels. She herself was irritable. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More Pat and so Jeffy good. for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Glenn Beck Mercury.
Glenn Beck. Pat Gray, uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, thanks for joining me here on Glenn Show. Uh, noon Eastern, right after this show uh, wraps up. You can join me on my own show, Pat Gray Unleashed. BlazeRadio.com, iHeartRadio app, uh, the Blaze Radio and Television Network. 888-727-BECK. Big story today about the uh, religious left, which, is there really any such thing? Are you religious if you're on the left? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you certainly you certainly say some of the right things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily know that you believe it. Uh, for instance, uh, this pastor on the left who says uh, Jesus never charged a leper a copay. Okay. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Neither did he ever say that government uh, should handle any of uh, society's problems. Neither did they, he didn't say that governments should raise right. taxes on their people so that the government can redistribute wealth to the poor. No. Are we supposed to focus on the poor and help them? You bet. Yes. But it's directly. It's directly. Never did Jesus say, hey, give your money to the government. Let them squander some of it on uh, turtle tunnels, and then uh, some of it might funnel down to the poor. That wasn't the way. But what about if you were just to give it to the government and they promise not to give any to turtle tunnels? That's still not the way. Still not the way. Taking huh. your money is not charity. When the government takes your money for taxes, that wasn't charity. How did, how did I do anything? I didn't. I was forced. Right. And force is not a tool of God. It's a tool of the other side. And so that's where the religious religious left runs into problems. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's insane, but there's this huge uh, movement now um, to reposition the words of of Jesus into uh, left wing ideology, as if he, uh, Jesus promoted socialism, which he did not. Um, and it's also uh, they're also talking about the sixty Palestinians killed by Israeli soldiers and how evil the is- Israeli soldiers are. Well, do you know out of those 60 people, 50 of them were Hamas terrorists? Your point? 50 of them were Hamas terrorists? <laughs> uh, it's not a bad thing when Israelis kill terrorists. No, it is not. As far as I'm concerned. And by uh, the way, we weren't even, I mean, we we heard the reports of, uh, of uh, them trying to give the guys the out that were flying kites to burn fields and blow up on top of people. Oh. Uh, mm. And they tried to give those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that what does that Nazi figure mean to you? Oh, they tried desperately. That was uh, the NPR thing. Yeah, and it was just absolutely um, agonizing. That guy gave him every way every out, opportun- and he wouldn't. He no wouldn't way. take it. In no fact, way. If, you, if you missed that, this is unbelievable. Uh, this guy, the NPR reporter's name is Inskeep. I think James Inskeep, and he's talking to a Palestinian about the the Nazi kite he's flying. And he's trying desperately to help the guy. Now, for all the suffering, some Palestinians have still been moving toward the border fence today. We're at one of the main protest sites. We've seen people moving in that direction. We've Mm -hmm. heard scattered gunshots, we presume, from Israeli forces. And we've also encountered Ahmed al-Bordani, who is 19 years old, and when we Mm -hmm. saw him, was holding a homemade white kite. Would you describe what that is? (laughs) This is a kite that's going to 
go to the Jews. He said it's designed to float over the Israelis and catch fire. Oh, it was nice. decorated oh, okay. with writing claiming Jerusalem for Palestinians and also with swastikas. What does this thing mean to you? Why do you put that on there? The Jews go crazy for Hitler when they see it. The Israelis know that huh. people are flying kites with swastikas. They know this. And they use it to discredit you. Listen to that. The Israelis know this. They, they use it to discredit you. Now, they've discredited themselves. Yeah. But he's trying desperately to tell the guy, hey, hey. You know, the swastika thing's not a good idea. Uh, uh, don't use that. Say it means something else. Say it yeah, means something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to help it's, you here. It's a painting of love. It's uh-huh. a painting of love. Yeah. No, this is the American Indian symbol <laughs> of goodness. That's <laughs> right. what this is. I, uh, that's what I thought it was. To say this shows you're bad people. What do you think about that? Uh-huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. This is actually what we want them to know, he says, <laughs> that we want to burn them. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's despicable. But again, they can't help themselves because that's what they've that's what they've learned their entire lives. This kid's nineteen years old. And he's been taught that his whole life. He's been taught that yep. Jews are evil. His entire life, they have it in their in the in their workbooks at school. They have it in their children's books in kindergarten. Uh, the Jews are made out to be pigs in all of their literature. It's ingrained in them, so they don't think there's anything wrong with it. So this guy trying to help him and trying to help craft his message, he's not going to have anything to do with no that. No way, he doesn't care. He doesn't know that it's wrong. He doesn't. He doesn't think he, it is. Yeah, he doesn't think it is, and he's not ashamed to say that. It, not ashamed at all, no. because he believes everybody feels that way about him. It's pretty amazing. That is one of many views we've heard in the last few it's, days it's in Gaza, where yeah. at least sixty people were killed yesterday in protests. And First, he's still, heard, he still how, tries to gain sympathy for sure does. at least. 60 people were killed in protest. Because, because Pat, that was one of many One of views. many views. There's a lot of different views here. Yeah, all hating the Jews. <laughs> well, Those are your views. One thought we should burn the Jews. The other thought we should burn the fields that feed them food. The other thought we should just <laughs> blow up everything that comes across. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable what the American media is doing here. And I just, I don't understand it. How... Is it the Palestinians with this viewpoint? How how are they the ones you're relating to here? What, what it's the Israelis that we have so much more in common with? It's it's hard to relate to a people that has elected terrorist a terrorist organization to lead them, and believes that Israel should be driven into the sea, and has never believed in the two state solution. They believe in a one state solution. Always theirs. Every deal, every deal you came to the table with, they they said no to. Because including the original deal. Because they want more. The original deal which gave them a a Palestinian state in nineteen forty eight. But they wouldn't accept it because they wanted it all. And they wanted to drive Israel into the sea. And that's why they went to war with Israel in nineteen forty eight. If they believe if you believe in uh in dealing with anyone is you know in the in the old city we when we went there it was you sought examples of the way they think of if you if you're willing to deal 
if you're willing to deal with them and say uh, they they always believe that you that they'll get more from you if you are willing to deal. Like mm-hmm. if I were to pick up this rock and go, hey, how much is this rock? And uh, the guy says uh, fifty cents, and I go, oh, fifty cents, okay. And right then I'm okay because oh, did I say fifty cents? I meant that was seventy cents. Right. I mean, because you already agreed to fifty. Mm-hmm. But if I if I go, ooh, fifty cents, I and you see that when you walk cents. through the marketplace all the time, that's that's what you all get all the time. Yeah. So it's just like the deals with the two state solution. They want you're willing to make you're a willing deal? to give us uh, a two state. Yeah, we just more. want one. Yeah, you're going to give us more. It's amazing. That is kind of the mindset. It is. In fact, more than kind of. It is <laughs> yes. It is the mindset. And and that's why it's so hard to come to a, a peaceful arrangement with them because is they don't want Israel to be a part of it. And yet and yet Israel is the bad guy. Every time. Every single time. Fascinating. Which is why it's been so refreshing to have Nikki Haley as the US ambassador to the UN. Because she hasn't put up with that. No, she has not. And then when the Palestinian babbling started last week in the UN, <laughs> she got up and left. Great shot of her just walking out. When have we so seen good. that before we, from an American ambassador? We, I don't know that we have. I don't remember it if, it, if it's happened. I so well, I don't know that we have. Triple eight nice. 727-BECK. Uh, Pat and Jeffy for Glenn. Glenn Beck Mercury You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. With Pat Gray uh, and Jeffy. In a private dialogue, the Pope is understood to have told Juan Carlos Cruz, who's a victim of uh, sexual abuse at the hands of Catholic priests, told him that God loves gay people and is fine. It's fine to be homosexual. Now, of course, God loves gay God loves all people. Correct. You know, it's you. You love people. You don't stop loving them because uh, because they've done something you disagree with, or or that they've uh, done something God disagrees with. If that's what you believe, but these comments are the most striking public acceptance about homosexuality ever made by the head of the Roman Catholic Church, according to the article. Uh, Cruz was a victim of Chile's most notorious pedophile priest, Fernando Caradima, who's now 87 years old, was found guilty of sexual abuse by the Vatican in 2011. So speaking to this uh, victim, Cruz says he, the Pope, told me, Juan Carlos, that you are gay does not matter. God made you like, God made you like this and loves you like this. And I don't care. The Pope loves you like this. You have to be happy with who you are. Wow. Uh, That's a pretty strong statement from the Pope. And it seems to contradict Catholic doctrine, doesn't it? So, Tad? And maybe I'm reading too much into it, but uh, the 
Catholic Church does believe that gay sex and all sex outside of heterosexual marriage is a sin. wrong, yeah. So, of course, you're still loved by God, obviously. But to say it doesn't matter, and it's also interesting to say that God made you like this because then you're you're accepting the premise that you're born that way. And if if you believe that it is a sin, if you believe Scripture, it would be difficult to come to the conclusion that you're born that well, way. That you're born that way because then then you would have to believe that. You were born that way, and then God expects you to deny your natural desires your entire life. Wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah I mean, so yeah. that's a big ask. That's a really that's big, a big ask. ask. It is. And I guess, you know, you could ask it, but that's tough. That's a tough one. And I don't know. I mean, that's this is above my pay grade. I, I don't know if you're born that way or if it's... You know, or if something happens somewhere along the way, is it nature or nurture? It's, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I would think that Catholic doctrine would say you're not born this way. But the Pope is disagreeing with that, apparently. If you're to believe this person and this is how the, the conversation went. Now, the, the Vatican hasn't denied it. They haven't confirmed it, but they haven't denied it either. It's just an... A, a uh, another statement by this pope is, that is that, interesting. That is interesting, and it's clearly um, you know a, a statement from this pope again that you know creates a little controversy that uh, goes against what uh, Catholicism has preached for a number of years. Like I don't know, like forever f- from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, according to um, this article, and I, I don't, I mean. Uh, very well could be true. I mean, I've seen it before, but I mean, they talk about deep-seated homosexual inclination is, uh, you know, objectively disordered, and that's the way the church sees it. You know, they're supposed to, you're supposed to mm-hmm. have a sexual act to the gift of life, and so if you go down the road of the, what the Pope said, then you're you're going against what uh, you know. That's a big ask. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big ask. It is. It is. If you're born that way, and then you say it's still a sin, wow. You're right. asking them to deny what they feel their right. whole life. God already made you into a sin. Or gave you the predilection to sin, for sure, because, right. yeah, uh, it doesn't seem like the, I don't know. No, it doesn't. That's I what I'm know. saying. He's responsible for all life. Yep. And so if he's responsible for all life and you were brought into this world already a sin. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> you, now you could deny that your whole life. Uh, let's say you are born that way and and you believe it's a sin. Then in order not to sin, you would have to deny your desires your whole life and go the other way. Right. If you're if you're a man and you're you feel like you're gay and you were born that way. You, and you didn't want to sin because you believed it was a sin, you would have to fake it your whole life, right? You just right. have to, to go the other way. That's how, uh, That would be... Think of that from our standpoint as heterosexuals. What if that was a sin? 
and uh, but that was your preference. Right, right. But you were supposed to marry a man, but you didn't want to. I mean, you know, think of that. Uh, it's, uh, it's, that's difficult. Yes, it so is. that's a pretty interesting statement from the Pope. Uh, whichever side of the equation you're on, that's a pretty interesting it statement sure from the Pope. And he has said interesting things <laughs> before uh, along these lines. In 2013, when he was responding to a reporter's question about the existence of an alleged gay lobby within the Vatican, Pope Francis said, if a person is gay and seeks God and has goodwill, who am I to judge? Uh, but this is a much stronger statement than that. Much. Yes. But the Pope, who am I to judge? I mean, the Pope is like next in line to God, right? I mean, that's their, the teaching is, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you have the bishops and the cardinals and the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Pope and then yeah. God, right? I mean, we're talking that he's supposed to be next in line. He's the guy talking <laughs> to him. Right. So... I'm okay with you judging, Pope. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, I mean, it's your deal. I think he's saying, you know, God is the judge, not man. I know, but you're next in line. <laughs> Tell me what you think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 888-727-BECK. Uh, uh, Wes in South Carolina. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. How's it going, guys? Uh, good. Good. <clears throat> so going backwards a little bit, conversation-wise, talking about the whole Hamas an Israel situation, mm-hmm. people on the left are feeling bad and sorry for Hamas and, and making them out to be the victims and good guys. Doesn't it seem ironic that when Trump sort of made similar comments in Charlottesville that, you know, there were bad people on both sides, how the left lost their minds over that? Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a great point. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Wes. The hypocrisy of the left. Knows no bounds. It just, I mean, there's no limit to it. It's pretty amazing. Uh, 888-727-BECK. And, and I mean, everybody knows <clears throat> what Donald Trump was saying when it came to the MS-13 thing. Yes. <clears throat> because he was asked specifically about gang members who are, crossing, who are crossing the border. And it's despicable. It's despicable that they're making that out of it. That he's talking about undocumented immigrants. He's not talking about all illegals who cross the border. And they knew it. You're darn right they do. And still they said this kind of nonsense. We're all God's children. There's a spark of divinity in every person on earth. And that we all have to recognize that as we respect the Uh dignity and worth of every person. And as we recognize our responsibilities with that spark of divinity within us. Mm-hmm. And so when the president of the United States says about undocumented immigrants, these aren't people. These are animals. About undocumented immigrants. These aren't people. These aren't. These are animals. That's not what he said. That's not what he said. You have to wonder, Ugh. does he not believe in the spark of divinity, the dignity and worth of every person? Wow. These are not people. These are animals. The President of the United States. Every day that you think you've seen it all, along comes another manifestation of why their policies are so inhumane. Inhumane. Oh, okay. Oh. This from the woman who is so pro-abortion, they don't, they don't want any restrictions on abortion at all. What about the spark of divinity 
in babies growing inside the womb. There's no spark of divinity there. There's there's nothing that says, hey, there's human life there. Oh, sure. There's a spark of, of you know, if the woman wanted it, wanted to keep the, the tissue mm-hmm. and let it, you know, develop. Yeah, but that's all something. it is. I mean, you don't know that that's a human being. No, no, no. That's what I'm Not saying. right away. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that could be anything, as we've discussed. That can be anything. So, spark of divinity. What? She is Unbelievable ridiculous. from her. And from all of these abortion lovers who fight so hard for the ability to just snuff out human life at any stage of a pregnancy. It's perfectly fine. But uh, just calling somebody an animal, that's denying the spark of, of divinity. Okay. Uh, and, and again, they're all clear on the fact that Donald Trump was not saying that all people who cross the border are animals. Yes. They know full well he wasn't saying that. And I know, you know, our, our, our illustrious uh, other leader, Chuck Schumer. Oh, yeah, his tweet. Uh, when all of our great-grandparents came to America, they weren't animals, and these people aren't either. Same thing. Chuck. Same thing. Chuck. And he knows better. They all know better. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Glenn Beck Mercury. Appreciate your joining me here on uh, Glenn Show. It's Pat Gray. Uh, at noon Eastern, just a few minutes from now, uh, right after this show wraps up, be doing join me for my own show, Pat Gray Unleashed, blazeradio.com and iHeartRadio app. Um, shortwave radio, I think, somewhere too, probably. Of course. Yeah, I think it's, it's everywhere. Uh, that's noon Let's Eastern, Blaze Radio and TV Network. Um, we were talking about Starbucks and their new policy of allowing non-customers to come in and use the restroom. I love it. There's a story now nice from Hollywood that that everybody's worried about. Uh, their customers are worried about Starbucks becoming a uh, homeless encampment. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, everybody's mean, welcome now. Everybody, come doesn't on in. Doesn't matter. Come on in. You don't have to purchase anything. We don't expect you to buy anything. You can come in. You can sit down. You can mm-hmm. go to sleep. You can use the restroom. You can do whatever you need. As long as, as long as you're not there to harm anyone or anyone yourself. So, yeah, you can even sit at the tables and not buy anything, right? Agonizing. So when the somebody comes over and asks you if, if, if you want anything, I guess you just say, nope, you're just sitting here. No, I'm just sitting here. And normally they don't anyway because you go yeah, to the counter. Yeah, that's true. They don't really. Down, yeah. right. And I'd like to say that this will hurt you know starbucks business but every time something like this happens i still go by the starbucks i go by two or three starbucks uh on the way to work every day and there's always lines yeah always backed up yeah so it's gonna take a lot to knock them off the top there's no question and they know that uh larry green said if you go into a business and you just sit there and you don't buy anything you're taking up space at the table you could end up having a squatters problem where you have just people coming in and staying yeah I mean, if they're going to do that, they need to limit how long people can stay in there. 
No. It, won't it be no, interesting to see not. how long it takes for them to do that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can come in and sit for 30 seconds, and then we're going to kick you out. Right. You're not buying anything. Right. Because this will be this. Absolutely, there's going to be. This will be misused. Despite, despite having whatever, whatever classes they all had to take on diversity <laughs> training, um, there's managers out there that are going to be going that work on uh, commissions uh, that dealing with employees and dealing with other customers that are going to say, okay, you've been here long mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting your butt on out of here now. Let's go. Yeah. And, and I, we'll see what trouble they get into for that. And I, I, I love the, uh, by the way, the hop sing reference is so, so, so relevant uh, to it's, today. It's an, it's, old, an old it's an old bonanza uh, reference. It's an old hop sing. I love hop sing. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite. It's one of my Bonanza favorite from 1968. Uh, five? I never watched the stupid show. I don't know oh, where sure. it's from. I don't uh-huh. know what you're talking about there. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> I like the phrase. Uh, oh, really? You're going to get me for Hop Sing, Mr. Kmart? I am. Yeah, I did. Mr. Buy Things at Kmart earlier in the show. Kmart doesn't even exist anymore. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I meant Walmart anyway, but <clears throat> I may have said Kmart inadvertently. I don't know why. We never we don't have Kmart in Texas, but they still exist. I don't think so. They exist outside the state. Anyway, the changes at Starbucks were announced last week by the CEO uh, Howard Schultz. He said, "We don't want to become a public bathroom." Well, you're going to too late for that. But we're going friend. to make the right decision 100 percent of the time and give people the key because we don't want anyone at Starbucks to feel as if we're not giving access to use the bathroom. Wait, they lock the door on the Starbucks restroom? Yeah, they usually do. Really? Yeah, they had. Uh, they had Why that. would you now? If if you have an open door policy and an open restroom, well, they're policy, not going to be able to lock it now, right? Why would you lock yeah. it? Yeah, you can't lock that thing. You're going to make me ask to use the restroom? How dare you? How dare you? This is not going to work, and it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I know, but uh, they'll be revising this. My guess is within a month within a month all right we'll see you tomorrow right back here on the glenbeck program glenn beck mercury